The FinTech 5 podcast is sponsored by NTT Data Services. NTT Data Services, a global business and IT innovator. They partner with clients to navigate and simplify the modern complexities of business and technology, delivering the insights, solutions, and outcomes that matter most to them. Basically, they get stuff done. Learn more at nttdataservices.com. Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. James Brown has often been called the hardest working man in show business. On this episode of the FinTech Five, I'm speaking with the James Brown of FinTech. And Gemma, no one's ever called you that before. Please tell me. <laughs> no, they first. haven't. There you go. You can add that to the site. It'll, it'll look good. I'm adding that to my LinkedIn profile now. There Perfect. You go. <laughs> Sam Mall said I'm the James Brown of, of FinTechs. This is Gemma Godfrey. So I'm going to run through all of these, Gemma. Let's see if I miss any. So you're the founder and CEO at Moolah. You were an yep. advisor to the governor, uh, Arnold mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger, on the new Celebrity Apprentice. You co-present the ITV show Eat, Shop, Save. Mm-hmm. You're a consumer champion of Good Morning Britain, BBC Breakfast, Sky News, you did a TED Talk called, I believe, How to Kiss, if I remember right. Yes. You studied quantum physics at Leeds University. And yep. most impressive, somehow, in all of that, you're also a mom of two beautiful kids. <laughs> exactly. Did, did I miss anything? There you go. Spot on. All right, James Brown. All right, that's perfect. And my wife calls you the red pumps scientist because of these fabulous <laughs> shoes that you seem to wear. There every are much time. worse things I could be called. So I'm going to take that and I'm going to run with it in my little red shoes. <laughs> so this is perfect. So let's let's start off then with Moolah. I, I received my invitation from Moolah, but unfortunately I don't live in the UK anymore. But this has to be a really cool moment for you. I mean, you're going from theory of a product to reality. Yes, it's um, and it's so it's incredibly exciting because obviously we are, you know we identified a gap in the market, a way to help people, and we've done round after round of user testing to really focus on what is it that people actually want, how can we help, what are the what are the hurdles that stop people putting their money to work um, in the industry, and to be able to get the research, to know what people are looking for, and to be able to build it and then launch it is just um, yeah, it's very satisfying. I mean, I don't think. You know, when you run your own business, I don't think it ever stops. It's always on to the next thing. <laughs> but hmm. but no, we're really, really proud of the way that it looks. And we're continuing to improve it around, you know, the feedback that we're getting. So it's great. No, I'm, I'm not familiar with the birth story of the company. So where did the idea originate from? Um, I mean, well, it started in September 2015. And the goal um, was to simplify investing. We actually started off wanting to... Um, form a, a savings app to try and encourage people to save. But what we actually found was there were already quite a few people out there that said, no, 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 they, you know, they already have savings, but they, they know they need to put it to work. Uh, and that's what we do. We help our members feel comfortable putting their money to work. And so it includes people that have you know, a specific goal in mind or an amount in mind. They, they, they have a bit of extra money to put away each month. <clears throat> and they're looking for a way for their savings to beat the rising cost of inflation. Um, so they know that they can't leave it in a, in a savings account. Um, and, and the reason we started off is, you know, we were really fed up with the amount of jargon and obstacles in financial services. Um, and what the company does is we use new cutting edge technology, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, new cutting edge technology um, so that what once required like tens of thousands of pounds can now be accessed with um, an initial amount of just a hundred pounds. That's our minimum account size. And what used to require lots of financial expertise and was really daunting, it can now is a now simple enough process to be completed in minutes without the fear of penalties for accessing the money. So 
we really just focused on, you know, what's holding people back. And it was two things. People are looking for guidance. They are looking for help. So you used to have in the market or you do have at the moment, do it yourself options or do it for me options. And this is really a do it with me. You know, people want to be empowered. They want the knowledge to make smarter decisions, but they are looking for help and guidance. And, and, you know, so we really focused on simplifying the process there. And the second thing was flexibility. You know, people are looking to digital solutions. They want to have access 24 seven on their mobile. They want it to be easier to get started. They want to be investing regularly and be doing the right thing for their future. Um, but they just want to be doing it in a really simple, easy to use way that actually makes sense to them um, and that they can be comfortable with. You know, and it's, it's the concept or the idea it, it works. I mean, it's it's getting very popular here stateside. We've got products like Digit, um, Acorn, Robinhood. I mean, we're we're seeing the idea of being able to invest at, you know, j- just not for those that are going to Goldman, for example, and be yeah, able to play. And it's, it's actually really interesting because our um, chief investment officer is actually the former chief investment officer of Future Advisor. So over in the states, uh, so we do have that link because obviously the markets in America are more advanced. We've got we've had these. I mean, we've got about two hundred different robo advisors. Um, they've been up and running, and you know, doing much more sophisticated things. So we have on our roadmap, obviously, you know, tax harvesting and offering much more sophisticated products. But ultimately, it comes back to the fact that whereas you have many companies in America doing this, in the UK, it's really in its infancy, and there's still a large percentage of the market up for grabs. There are like five and a half million affluent people in the UK that just have no access to financial advice and it's you know it's being able to service that need and also and I think this is also something interesting a way that we're you know focusing on differentiating as well is is collaborating with the industry so there are quite a few you know rather than going out there saying we're going to grow on our own we're saying well why don't we work with financial advisors to help them cut costs save time and um, and also help them with lead generation but also, let's work with companies because this is a clear financial well-being, you know, an employee benefit to offer because we're helping their staff to be much more comfortable with their money and, uh, you know, to be smarter around it as well. So, you know, it, it, it's fantastic to be able to work collaboratively with different parts um, and different corporations to really be able to reach as many people as possible. So I read this quote um, by you and I love this. And I'm going to ask you what you meant by it. <laughs> All right. And you're like, oh, my God, which one was this? Well, I don't know. All right. <laughs> Here's what you said. From the first TV appearance I made, a promise to myself to be communicate better. And that's the philosophy which is at the heart of Moolah. One, that's a good quote. But what do you mean by that? Yeah, very good question. So communication is key in order to engage people, in order to help them understand what's going on in their lives. So what I did was, and this was this, I guess, was the basis of my TED talk as well, was you know, I just looked at what's going on in finance. And in finance, it's full of acronyms it's full of jargon and it's all about trying to sound smart yourself and that's absolutely what I used to do when I first went on tv you know you're, you're there you're so in, I'm so insecure that I, I just you know hid behind my words I just wanted to sound smart and what I found very quickly was that's great well done you might sound smart but no one has a bloody clue what you're talking about and you don't have an impact and you're not actually helping people so what, what's the point so I think that was the lesson that I learned quite early on and quite quickly is Um, It's not about me. And if you actually want to um, have an impact, help people um, and really make a difference, you have to think about them and you have to simplify. I I can't remember who who said it, but, you know, I would have um, I would have I would have uh, written a shorter note if I had more time. I think it might have been Mark Twain or something Um, or Einstein saying, uh, you know, someone doesn't really understand something. If they can't explain it simply, they probably don't understand it. And it's absolutely true. So I did make a promise to myself early on that 
um, when I go and I try, I try and communicate to people, I'll put myself in their shoes and try and make it relatable to them, relate to their lives. Um, and that doesn't mean be condescending. I think that's also really important to note. You know, no one likes to be, no one likes things to be oversimplified and made to sound stupid. Uh, it is about making sure that you're just explaining things in a way that people will be engaged with and people will understand. And just finance is just the, you know the best showcase of that. About how really that's what we that's what we're lacking is that ability to describe you know ICES, SIPs, um, you know APR, you know all these different acronyms. Actually, we should be telling people this is what you need to do to put your money to work. You have the power. You have the ability. Uh, and that's actually why you engage more people and then they feel more comfortable investing. And then it's a win-win for everyone. So I'm, I'm on stage a lot. I do a lot of keynotes. I do a lot of presenting. So this is a, a compliment coming from someone who's on stage a lot. I consider you a, a master communicator. I've, I've, watched, I've watched the TED Talk. I've watched you, you know, quite a bit um, presenting on, on multiple topics, too. I did watch The Celebrity Apprentice. <laughs> because my wife was watching <laughs> and and let me just you know preempt that with that but i do i consider you a master communicator which i think is great for our industry by the way so Thanks. yeah but this this is the i think this is a, probably one of the toughest questions i'll ask you what do you enjoy the most because you're a speaker you're a writer you're you know you're a television host but you're also a tech founder you are a quantum you know physicist i mean what what do you enjoy doing the most it's a really good question, and it's something that I really struggled with a few years ago. Um, but I do feel—I mean, I've never—I'll never fully solve it. But I do feel like I'm at least progressing, and that's, as you said, figuring out what is the one thing that you know you, I really want to focus on. And actually, I feel like now everything that I'm doing ties into one thing, which is helping people and having that impact. Whereas before, what I used to do, and I, I, it starts to feel a bit hollow, is you know I'd be going on and speaking in the press uh, to the, you know, the regular public about what they should do about their money, and you know, in my day-to-day job. You know, I was very aware that I wasn't enabling them to be able to do anything about it. Whereas what I'm doing now is, yes, I'm out there in the press talking about, um, you know, the ways in which people should just be smarter about their money. But also with Moolah, that's that's the action point. And that's the ability to turn around and say, look, now you know what to do. Here is the tool to enable you to do it. Also, something important to note is what we're passionate about at Moolah is offering. We have a knowledge center. Um, we're actually about to um, launch it. I think it's releasing it this week. Uh, so there you go, go check it out. And it's all about actually having a service, a part of the, a part of the, um, a part of the, the website that actually people can come to and, and learn more about finance. Um, you know, no commitment, completely free. And it's just that, that education part. So really going out and speaking in the press, but all, you know, speaking in the press and helping people understand finance better is something at the core of Moolah. And then offering them the ability to then be able to take that action and put their money to work. Um, you know, makes it all line up really nicely. And then, you know, obviously, you know, Celebrity Apprentice, that was fantastic. And I do love obviously doing TV, but it's all in the in the goal of going out there and helping more people to be able to be a bit smarter about their careers and about business and about money um, and raising awareness about the business as well. Because as any fintech company knows, customer acquisition is the, you know, the toughest part. So the more awareness we have about the company, uh, the better it is. So you handled that question really well. So you're ready for the rapid fire section. I'm, I'm guaranteed... <laughs> You're oh, ready. God, I don't know. Is anybody ready for this? It could be anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're about to find out. All right, so here we go. Three questions off the top of your head. Question number one. Name two other famous alumni from North London Collegiate School, which I believe you went to. Um, oh, God. Okay. Uh, Roma Agrawal. Um, she is known as Roma the Engineer. She uh, was one of the designers behind the Shard. Uh, she is phenomenal. She's also on TV as well talking about trying to make engineering 
um, applicable to the masses as well. Um, somebody else, Sarah Baxter. Um, she is the deputy editor of the Sunday Times, and she's doing fantastic things as well to be able to engage people in you know current topics at the moment um, over there as well. So I would. Uh, well, that's pretty good. Too. All right, so I'm going to help you out. Uh, two more. Rachel Wise, the actress, yeah. which, wow, yeah. good for you. Probably roughly around, probably a couple classes ahead of you, I'm guessing. And Ann Winter. Anna Winter? I was thinking about making Anna her, Winter. but I just thought, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the, the red pumps. I don't know. Anna Winter, that one threw me. All right, it's question two. What's the most surprising aspect of being in front of a camera, do you think, that, that most people don't realize? a story about that so my husband is actually a film producer so he he's you know kind of in the business and he always used to watch me on tv and say god Gemma, you know you make it look so easy it must be easy um you know all you do is you go on you talk you know you come off you know it's, it's fine you know when i used to get nervous about tv i mean he, he, he was trying to say that not to downplay it but just trying to make me feel comfortable like don't worry Gemma, you've got it and then they, on cnbc they once did um, an episode they once wanted to do a feature about the sorry this isn't quite rapid fire but no, it's, it's good i love stories um, on CNBC, they, they wanted to talk about the Oscars, so he went on and he came off set and he went, my God, Gemma, that was bloody hard because, first of all, you don't know the questions they're going to ask you and they really could ask you about anything. And deep down inside, you want to answer questions. So you're in this horrible scenario. If somebody asks you a question, you want to reply to it and you want to give them a good answer and, and your ego doesn't want to say, I actually don't know. Whereas actually, that's probably the best answer. And the second thing is, um, that he found quite tricky, um, that I find tricky as well, is also just who to look at. You know, you look at this camera, then that camera, and you have to look natural. And if all of a sudden you're going from one to the other, you suddenly, you know, it can look quite quite strange as well. So there's a lot going on behind the scenes that actually you have to be thinking about and be aware of, especially if you've got people shouting at you in your ear um, in order to kind of look natural and answer the question that's really being asked so in like, a way that will actually engage and be relatable to the audience. So it's like being a startup founder. All right. Last yes, <laughs> people yeah. yelling at you, wanting an answer. All right, last question, easiest one of the day. I'm giving you a time machine. All right, you can invite three quantum physicists for drinks. Three. Who would they be? Who would sit at the table with you? I mean, well, obviously, you have to start off with Einstein, Schrodinger. Oh my God, let's talk about that cat. Um, <laughs> uh, who would be the third one? Oh, Stephen Hawking. Bloody hell. That oh, was easy. That was pretty good. Yeah, I, I had uh, Wolfgang Pauli, um, Max Planck, and Arthur Compton. Yep. And that's just because I went to Wikipedia because outside of Einstein and Hawking, <laughs> I had nothing. I'm impressed. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> okay, where's the best place for listeners to learn more about Mula? So come to the website. It is moo.la. M-O-O dot L-A is the website address. Come on board. Check it out. Um, and tell me what you think. Uh, so yeah, you can always email me at Gemma at move.la if you have any feedback as well. And on ITV, watch Eat, Shop, Save. Gemma, thank yeah. you so much. Exactly. It's going to start airing July 13th, 7.30 p.m. on ITV. There you go. All right, Gemma, thanks. Thank you. 